Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. All right, Flyover family backstage uh, in California, three Awaken America event. And uh, we're going to introduce you to somebody that you probably have seen on lots of different platforms, lots of different ways, dropping bombs, usually about, I don't know, two weeks to a month before other people do. Mr. Jason Burmas. Thank you, guys. Welcome. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, would, I would classify you as the bomb dropper. <laughs> Your research is, is so deep that it, it almost gives you this prophetic vibe just because you're talking about things before it's trickled into everybody else's conversations. Well, thank you, man. Uh, you know, I've been doing this a very long time. And I try not to stay in this left-right paradigm, right? And I, and I try not to just go with the talking points or the big news of the day. I, I see a lot of low-hanging fruit, right? Where it's easy to pick on a leftist or somebody in a funny hat or somebody that says something completely deranged. Right. At the end of the day, a lot of these, I would say, agendas keep pushing forward. So what I always try to do is I try to peel back who's really behind these agendas, what's actually going on both politically and financially behind those agendas and try to bring it to an audience, I, I like to say, in an even keel mash, uh, fashion. In other words, I'll talk to everybody. You know, please come on. Let's have a conversation and let's have some humility. I'm not any kind of a prophet or anything like that. And I'm going to get things wrong, too, because I'm a human being. So that's always the perspective I come at. And I always say I say this to people at the end of the day, to me, truth is the ultimate love. And love is the ultimate truth. And sometimes truth is hard, mm. you know, and sometimes love is hard. So I just try to get to the hardcore issues, what I think is going on, and then let people decide for themselves with the source material I provide. Well, I, I do have to ask you, because I know that you've covered this quite a bit. There's always this question out there about Elon Musk. I mean, there, there's like good, bad. Is he good? Is he bad? And people, there's so much confusion. There's things that come out. You're like, oh, that looks really bad. Other things that come out, you're like, oh, he looks really good. You've done a lot of research. Tell us, where do you stand on Elon Musk? I far from trust Elon Musk. um, But at the same time, let's talk about the good first. Let's give him that. Very happy he's bringing Alex Jones back to Twitter. Yeah. I do not believe X or Twitter is a free speech platform. It clearly is not. I'll give you just a quick example that happened to me just this last week. Um, John Cusack, Hollywood actor, Mm -hmm. 1.8 million followers. Okay. So he puts out a tweet basically saying, This isn't a free speech platform. I have 1.8 million followers and I get impressions of 1,200 on my tweets. Okay. So I immediately saw that. I retweeted it with a quote and said, yes, it is obvious it's not a free speech platform that accounts and subjects are shadow banned on the platform. Now, this is a 1.8 million account. I got 1,200. Yeah. I got 28 retweets. So that means 1.8 million people didn't retweet it from that account alone. So I've had some real problems with traction on Twitter, but at the same time, it's my favorite social media platform for the direct connections I've made behind the scenes, right? Yeah. So there are some pot, and Musk has sounded great when he's been on Joe Rogan, talking about the death cults and the climate change agenda and those type of things. I can't discount that. But at the end of the day, he is the country's largest military industrial uh, complex contractor, He is launching up spy satellites, the uh, concentration of which, for instance, Starlink is really a Trojan horse civilian system. So when he launches up Starlink, he also uh, launches DARPA blackjack satellites, okay? And just this week, as I'm going to show you here, he was supposed to launch yet another secret satellite program. Now, even Starlink itself, its highest concentration of dishes is over in Ukraine. And it's over in Ukraine because these dishes hook into the Ghost and Sidewinder uh, drones and are also the major communication center. Now, let's look at the pandemic, right? 
He made more money than anybody else during the pandemic. He increased his wealth yeah. 600%. How did he do that? That's where he became the richest man. Yeah. He wasn't going into COVID. That's right. And well, apparently, you know, when we always talk about richest men or women, I'm always very skeptical. But as far as wealth on paper, yeah. yes. And that happens with Tesla, which is not a car company. Uh, and I think people should realize explain that. Explain that a little yeah, bit. Because sure. people are like, uh, I see cars yeah. and uh, they got the Tesla <laughs> logo. So. Yeah, exactly. So Tesla in itself was the picked winner of the electronic vehicle. There are plenty of other electronic vehicles that came before Tesla. They've never really been profitable in the car market. They've never even been in the black. They're always in the red, but they're subsidized by the U.S. government, right? Okay. Tesla does other things. So they also are building the Optimus robot, which is actually going to be, and that's the humanoid robot, and it runs on Tesla software. Problem with Tesla software is it's not great. So they had to recall all of these cars because of the automatic vehicle uh, driving system. So they're all going to be reprogrammed, right? Now, how did they make money in the pandemic? Tesla partnered with CureVac and CureVac and Tesla together built micro RNA factories and printed about 80 to 90% of the shots. So he printed the shots. Man, okay. I would love to bring you on for just an Elon Musk deep dive sometime, but I thank you for your research. Thank you for everything that you're doing. And, uh, uh, you're bright light to a lot of people, so so appreciate it. Keep up the great work, and uh, thanks for stopping by. You got to get hit on stage. I know you're your next up speaker. I am. Thank you, Jason. Guys, thank, thank you, you so much. Crawdaddies, that's where we're going tonight. Who's going to Crawdaddies tonight? Who says I don't know? I don't know. You got to sell me on it. Okay, okay, we'll work on you, people. It's going to be great. Okay, now, ladies and gentlemen, our next presenter. Uh, happens to know all things about Elon Musk based on facts. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand to your feet and greet Jason Burmus. This is the presentation where you need to take notes. It'll be the most high-energy, high action-packed, fact-packed presentation of the weekend. I'm telling you, this guy will blow your mind. One more time. Jason Burmus, everybody. Yes. Thank you, Clay. I really appreciate you. All right, we got about 15 minutes, so we're going to kick it as quickly as we possibly can. I know a lot of you out there are big fans of Elon Musk. And look, I'm glad Alex Jones is back on Twitter, and I'm glad he's saying the right things. He's not the great guy you think he is, and we're going to go over that right now. So, promoted by the establishment, Time Man of the Year, I just want to let you know that his deal is the largest military-industrial contract out there. He's, that's where he's making his money. Now, if you look at this, he actually increased his wealth 600% during COVID. You know why? Because Tesla's not a car company. Over to the side, you see that they're building humanoid robots, but it's actually much worse than that. They're the ones that printed up the shots, folks. That's right. Tesla teamed up with CureVac to give you the mRNA micro factories that they injected hate and lies with people. Yeah, it's great. He talks a good game after the fact, but that's how he increased his wealth. On top of that, he's pretty much behind every single Klaus Schwab agenda you can imagine, including the tiny homes. That's also Tesla. On top of that, just like I said, it's not really a car company because if it were, it'd be out of business as just the other day, they recalled all two million of them, okay? They have picked and chosen winners. There were EVs long before Elon Musk, yet he's the guy that got the push. Why is that? Well, 
because he's also delivering military cargo around the world within an hour. Yes, SpaceX is not taking us to the moon or Mars or any of that. Instead, it's setting up networks of not only surveillance, but death showers. You see, they actually launch the DARPA Blackjack satellites as well, and the highest concentration of Starlink, guess what? It's in the Ukraine with over 12,000 dishes because they have their communication center through Starlink and the ghost and sidewinder drones that are used are also used via Starlink. In fact, just this week, they had to delay yet another secret space mission because rocket technology is not where you think it is. So again, just this week, he didn't launch yet another privatized military industrial complex deal. Now, don't take my word for it. Find out from Cash Patel that he is the number one military contractor out there. Cool stuff yeah. in space, everything. He's doing a ton of stuff that you would think is so global. He is literally launching this thing called Satlink, which almost no one knows about, but he's been building for five years, wow. which is free Wi-Fi for the world, which is amazing. The world. It's going to change everything. And, and there again, no one's talking about, you think the Democrats would be championing this like, oh, I can be in Central Sahara, Africa and get Wi-Fi on my $3 million phone. Yeah. You know, but they're not. And if you've actually watched one of these satellite link uploads, it's like a string of pearls being dropped in the night sky. It's really cool. I mean, we're all paying for it. This is why he's so rich. The yeah. DOD's biggest, like, contractor is Elon Musk. That's right. The DOD's biggest contractor is like Elon Musk. So what's really happening? The extension of the Star Wars program. That's right. Reagan actually began to weaponize space. We're in fourth, fifth generation of that, and that's really what Musk is doing in that space. Let's not forget the FDA just gave him approval for brain implants and brain chips. This really has been worked on for over five decades via DARPA and other programs. In fact, the good people at BlackRock, which I'm sure you love so much, also are into the BCI and brain-computer interface game. On top of that, the promotion. Look, technology is a double-edged sword. I want it to be able to improve people's lives. But look at this headline just from a couple weeks ago. Brain implant for people with head injuries is so successful that trial participants refuse to turn the devices off. Now, this is just one type of human brain interface. Uh, they actually have mind-reading technology that is now thought to speech non-invasive. In other words, you're wearing the helmet, you're thinking things, and they're coming out. So this gentleman is going to tell you some really incredible things. He is actually the now-retired chief scientist at NASA, left in June of this year, had been around since the pre-Apollo days, all the way back in Gemini. Here he is in 2018 telling you how great Musk is and how they've already put 200,000 brain chips in human beings. Humans are now becoming cyborgs. We have cochlear implants to hear, artificial retinas to see, artificial hearts to live, artificial limbs to move, artificial organs to functions, and brain chips. There's a couple hundred thousand people wandering around with brain chips now to fix congenitally defective brains and increasingly to fix memory and other things. DARPA's working on brain chips for super soldiers, and people are now working thanks to uh, Musk and other people funding uh, direct machine brain 
communications. They, the, it's not us versus them, us versus the machines. We're merging. And this is the human evolution of the humans. There is no more natural evolution of anything. People are convinced that the human evolution of everything is 10 million times faster than any natural evolution. And so this is just part of the human evolution. So think about what he just said. You guys have heard the term directed evolution kind of popularized through uh, Project Veritas and those hidden tapes. That's what this is. No more natural evolution. These mad scientists have now taken over and they're bragging about it. In fact, this gentleman put out a document, pre-9-11, 2001, Future Strategic Issues and Warfare. Okay, this was a joint document with ONI, FBI, CIA, DARPA, you name it. And if you look at it, it says none of this is pixie dust. This is all a reality. So what are we talking about? Well, we're talking about the genomic design and repair of the human species. Cross-species molecular breeding. And if you notice, in the technological ages of humankind, again, a 2001 document, they predicted that the bio-nano era would start in 2020. I got news for you folks, no matter what you think are in the shots, that was bio nanotechnology and it was injected in billions of people starting in 2020. Pretty great foresight. By the way, what's next? The virtual age and we'll get there. Okay, so in this they talk about smart dust, that's becoming a thing. Again, that was utilized in the war on terror, co-opted insects, yes, literally genetically modified insects to surveil you. And then if you look on the other side there, the equalization of the haves and have-nots and the stabilization of the world population. As you're going to see in 2011, he admits that they may instigate population control. What's that mean? Now you look at this, and again, pre-9-11, they talk about exploiting CNN syndrome and terror attacks within the continental United States that what will be serious psychological warfare and collateral damage via exploitation. It also says that they will use Trojan horse civilian systems, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. They're not private companies. They're part of the military industrial complex. That's what they are. That and the information, internet, and psychological warfare all discussed. Okay, so here's Bushnell in 2011 telling you that sustainability is a code word. You've been hearing a lot lately, right? Well, it's a code word for your standard of living plummeting, and again, them instituting what? Population control. And the code word is sustainability. Uh, the crashing of the ecosystem is due to population growth and the way we're now living, our standard of living. Uh, the estimates vary between 30 and 50% of a planet that we're currently short to uh, subs uh, sustain the standard of living and the, and the current population, much less the population growth. Uh, as the Asians and their billions come up as they are at 9-11% growth rate to Western standards of living, we're going to be short three more planets and they're not readily available. This will result in peak everything. Uh, this will result in standards of living plunging. So this is Malthus 101. These innate ecosystem restrictions and shortfalls will necessarily shift world uh, econometrics from a growth mantra to one of sustainability with possible population control instigated along the way that changes everything.
Population control instigated along the way that changes everything. Meanwhile, there's a subsection of people that actually believe they can physically live forever. And Jared Kushner is part of that subsection. Friend and... And then finally, I think for you know, the last year, the one thing I've tried to put a priority on since the White House was. I don't know how the audio went there, but he was talking about essentially living forever and living long enough that that can happen. Anybody can look at that clip. I apologize. I don't know what happened there. Now, the trans issue. Okay, guys, the real trans issue is transhumanism. Okay, and that's why this is being pushed. In fact... One of the uh, people at the forefront of this transhumanism admits it right here. Have, but that humans don't have. So we are in a stage in history that should design what species we consider myself a trans species, having senses and organs that other species have. Man, guys, I, I apologize. That wasn't like that when I actually had it on the disc. Yeah, no, that's fine. So the person in the middle there, that is the most powerful transgender person on the planet. That is Martine Rothblatt. And what you're looking at is uh, Martine's wife. It used to be Martin, by the way. Multi-billionaire, all with the satellite systems. It's crazy. Has their own religion called TerraSim, okay, and has rebuilt their wife as Bina48, an artificial intelligence they want to pass the Turing test. Now, they're also into xenotransplantation. So what is that? That is the chimeric production of organs, okay? That just got passed by the FDA. This person is also an author of Virtually Human, The Promise and Peril of Digital Immortality, with a forward by Ray Kurzweil. Uh, Terrasim is the religion in the middle, and in the 90s wrote Unzipped Genes, Taking Charge of Baby Making in the New Millennium. But that's nothing compared to their book from over a decade ago, From Transgender to Transhuman, a Manifesto on the Freedom of Form. And in this, they put it out there right away, what? That basically, if you put down male or female on a birth certificate, that would be putting black or white in apartheid South Africa. That's the viewpoint of these people. Okay? Now, Ray Kurzweil... Uh, and I'm not sure how these video clips are going to play because it looks like we had some issues with them. He does a forward for her. He's the transhumanist. He's actually the head of something called Calico, which is Google's immortality division. Anybody can look it up. They are working, again, on that Kushner behalf of a certain sect of us living biologically forever. Now, at the same time, promoting the singularity, which is them promoting to us that we will upload our consciousness. Now, I have these clips kind of mixed up, but if the Bushnell clip plays right, he's going to tell you that at the end of the day, the best we can hope for is human-contaminated machines. This all ends up with, with the machine. Instead of us versus them versus the machines, we become... We become them or they become us. I really apologize about the video stuff, guys. Um, I guess we'll try the next one, but this is Kurzweil telling you what a mind file is. This is back in 99 when he was being a little bit more honest and basically telling you you could not transfer your conscious dis uh, digitally. Now they're selling you on that. So we're not going to throw our mind file away just because the hardware crashes or as we go to the next person computer to embody our bodies and our brains. Uh, we'll copy them. 
and we'll retain that, that information. Uh, there's a little fly in the ointment from my perspective, which is just because there's this entity that thinks it's Ray Kurzweil because he has, a, he has that memory, uh, that snapshot of all the memories and knowledge that, that I've accumulated over the last several decades that have been on this planet. Uh, I'm still, the old Ray Kurzweil, which is me, is still here in my carbon cell-based brain. And so my consciousness hasn't really been transferred over to this new entity. Uh, in fact, you could have scanned my brain while I was sleeping and go and create this copy. I wouldn't even necessarily know about it. So I'll just probably end up jealous of this guy because he'll share my ambitions and dreams, but he'll be in a much better position than I am to fulfill them. So again, it's all false. Be aware of Elon Musk. My man Joe Allen is going to be talking about him at length later today at 4 or 4.30. I encourage you to check that out. And check me out Monday through Friday at ampnews.us at 6 p.m. Eastern. That's where you can find my stuff. All my documentaries are free. Loose Change Final Cut, Fabled Enemies, Invisible Empire, and New World Order to Find, and Shade the Motion Picture. Please watch those. Please share this information. And please be skeptical of the heroes they put forth. Jason Burmis, everybody. Yeah. Unbelievable research. Great. Well, Wesley and I got all in the Christmas spirit after decorating, and we decided to make a naughty and nice list. And Ooh. I have to say, Avery, you're doing quite well. Really? So we're trying to decide who all we're going to buy my pillow stuff for Christmas. You know, if you use promo code FLYOVER, you get up to 66% off when you go to MyPillow.com. That's a great deal. Can't beat it. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code FLYOVER. This is a crazy time to be alive. Well, just in our lifetime, used to be where you'd hear your grandparents talk about how cheap gas was and stuff, and it was 75 years before, 50 years you yeah. know, before. And so we've seen a lot of changes since Biden took office. $700 more a month. Than what you needed in January of 21 when he took office. You might hear these kind of things and think, oh, that's overwhelming. I can't control the government. I can't control what they're doing. I can't control the spending, but we can take care of ourselves. You want to make sure that you're buying bullion from somebody that you can trust and someone that does not charge you a commission when you go to sell. If there's going to be a commission, have it on the front end, not the back end when it skyrockets. And now you're like, oh my gosh, look at this big, huge commission I got to pay because it's on the back end before I sell it. You can buy an ounce of silver for $23. So this is something everybody can get into. And if silver goes to $50, if it goes to $75, if it goes to $100, all of those profits are yours. And that's happening while the dollar is buying less and less at the actual grocery store. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information. When you do that, someone from Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you to set up a free consultation. It doesn't cost you any money whatsoever. Or to do the same thing, you can just call 720-605-3900. Hello, Fly 
Flyover family. Join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. Have you ever wondered about ancient civilizations or the moon landing, chemtrails, the Nephilim, demons? Those are all things that fascinate me decided to use our platform of the Flyover Conservative podcast and create a new show called Conspiracy Conversations. Every Saturday morning, we get together with some of the brightest minds in the world that have spent thousands of hours on a topic, churning through the research, looking at things they've traveled, they've been to the locations, they're looking for the truth because they're as curious as you and I are about what's true. What is really true about our past, where we came from, where we are, and where we're going? We don't bring on guests to iron out their wrinkles and find out the things that we disagree on. No more than I go to the grocery store and, and, and try to put everything in the whole store in my cart. I just try to walk out with better ideas than I had when I walked in. If you got something inside you that's like, what about that? I don't even know if I agree, but I would like to hear them out. If you have an open mind and a curious heart, we've got a show for you every Saturday morning at eight o'clock, conspiracyconversations.com. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.